You have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe Podcast. Your contacts code names are Luke. You know, I always found Dennis Leary to be the most funny or, you know, the most of his talent seems to come out when he plays these like weird bit parts in movies, you know, firecracker type character. I find him funnier like in uh, Suicide Kings or something like that, rather than his actual stand-up. I got this 2002 Honda Civic, which is probably the last car that ever have a native tape deck on it. I went out to Dearborn Music and just spent like 60 bucks on 3,000 tapes. My. I discovered a lot of shit I'd never heard about, including this stupid-ass movie, Full Body Massage, and that's how we found out about it. And we just we just found this scene where he's like, this shit, Doug, does it? And we just kept saying that over and over and over. And Scott. I've never found Woody Allen likable. I mean, I, I think he's, he's annoying as shit in Annie Hall. I mean, he's annoying as fucking Manhattan. To me, to me he is. I watch him on screen, and I find him to be just an annoying pest. Oh hell yeah! Over the Rhine, oh, that's, that's you, you so gotta go over to Covington. Yeah. Over the Rhine, o- OTR. Covington, and go over there and hang out at the uh, Southgate House. That was the place to be back okay, in the yeah. day. Over I think the Over the Rhine is. Uh, after, there was like a race riot there in like 2003. No such thing. And, and then, um, and yeah, then there are no was, races there. Yeah, they are free. You know, Mr. Simpson was from Coal Range Township. You guys. Uh, Matt, do you remember Mr. Simpson? Does that ring a bell to you at all? Was that a band? No, it was a football player. <laughs> <He was laughs> his name was Mr. Simpson? I'm not kidding. M-I-S-T-E-R. That was his it's first like name. No John bullshit. <laughs> yes, Mr. Well, Simpson. It's like Master T. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> he was from Colerain. He was a running back. And at the time, Michigan had a pipeline, apparently, to Colerain. There was other players that had come it's out like of there. like Lou Rawls, uh, Tum Tum, Nairn Jr.? Maybe. <laughs> I know he was real. That's all I know. So. God, Tum Tum was so such a clunker. His, Mr. his Simpson. first name was Lou Rawls, one word. <laughs> Bert Bundy. Bert Bundy. Did you say Lou Rawls Tum Tum Jr.? Oh, Tum Tum yeah. Nairn Jr. Oh, yeah. Oh, my I don't even know what that means. <laughs> that I've song? never heard no, of this. I got, you, I got you, Matt. I I, I suffered through Lou Rawls, Tum Tum, Naren Jr. on the court. <laughs> I like that he was the second of his name. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's way better. And Little John Flowers. I he's oh, Echo. Echo here. Echo. Hey, 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 hey! Hey, what the fuck? You're not echoing. I know it's fucking stupid. Connect You're to the goddamn echoing, Bluetooth, echoing, you echoing, fuck. Echoing. This is so stupid. What world we live in where shit is just dumb? This is dumb. Turn everything off. Uh, everything. Biden's, Biden's America. America. Clearly, Biden's nightmare. Let's try it one more time. Hello. Baba Boo. Oh yeah. <laughs> Echo. Echo. Oh, the fucking thing turned off? What the fuck? God, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> so what do you guys want right, to start with? This, this is the open bullshit. right here. Yeah, this we're already open. live. This is oh, really shit. happening, dude. This We've is been starting, for, baby. A couple of minutes now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a safe podcast, of course. We're talking live. It's me, Matt, Scott, and Luke. 
We're here for another episode, and we hope that our boy Danny's doing well out there. And last Danny, we're What's thinking of on? you every day, buddy. Hi, baby Danny. Where, where, where is yep. Danny? Is he in Juneau, Fairbanks? He's in Anchorage, Bubble <laughs> Pleasures, Alaska. So. We were just uh, we we're talking off air about the Motor City Music Conference. It was a real thing that happened in 2005. If anybody remembers the Motor City Music Conference, it was a whole weekend long, massive extravaganza of like hundreds of bands just playing at every tiny venue from paychecks to the fucking Magic casinos. Stick. Yeah, every I mean everything. It was covering everything. I would have been in my last year at state watching or about to watch Lou Rawls Nairn Tum Tum Jr. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. I I was uh, 24 going on 25. I was in a band called The Hinges. Yeah. You guys want to hear you want to hear a little hinges or what do you yeah, think? I do, actually. Yeah. 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 Are you guys off the hinge? It, <laughs> Not really. Oh, uh, yeah. Luke, uh, Luke didn't like one of our singers because he thought he sounded too much like uh, the Goo Goo Dolls guy. Johnny multiple Resnick. singers. He was biting style, singers. man. That was it. He was just, he was a style biter. Did he have the same, like, lesbian comb over with the hair gel and shit? He did not. He looked just like a boring <laughs> soccer player. He looked like a routine, boring-ass soccer player. That's what he looked yes, like. Yes, yes. With short hair, like an athlete. But he wasn't, like, ripped or anything. He just had he, a short haircut. This is no real disrespect, but he just looked like the guy who had the money to start the band, and then all the musicians, he just brought musicians in. David Lee Roth, basically. <laughs> no, but we were all poor, though. Yeah, so that's not true either. But, you know, I, yeah, I know. It's just kind of the vibe that I, this is like the vibe I got. He reminded me of uh, Mike, the boyfriend of your old roommate in Oak Park. Mike, the boyfriend? His name was Mike, right? Yeah, Electra. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 right. Mike, he, yeah, he gave so. me the, yeah, I feel like those two are the same. All right, here was one of the, uh... can you hear that? I hear some clean mm -hmm. guitar. Is yeah, that Galaxy too. 500? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Oh, controversial. Ripoffs? We got ripoffs already. Not cool. I'm already, <laughs> yeah, already claiming it as derivative. Shit, I'm sorry. I, I got to go. <laughs> Let's try it again. I didn't have the Bluetooth. Here we go. That's not a little Galaxy 500 like. <laughs> it's about to change though. Mike's probably gonna switch that. Go you guys are in the red, man. We're in the red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a fun time. It was me and two jobs. good. Was this on the single soundtrack? Yeah, uh, Eddie Vedder uh, oh. does a guest vocal. Second part. Here we go. This is the guy. Was it? No, it was a. So he built a studio in his basement, like a real legit. Yes, yeah, it sounds like properly mic'd and uh, mixed. Yeah, but this was before he built this. This was pre-studio building, where now he has the producer's window and a vocal booth with a window across from him. This was before that. Uh, it was just 
I think a four track setup, but not a Tascam, but like he only had four track capability at a time. Like, it was a, it was fun. You know, the, the guys best, were cool. Best version of like a, you know, midlife crisis. He built like a fucking music studio. He didn't go out and buy a dumb car. He did something he could actually use. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the Motor City Music Conference. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of the replacements, I mean, come on, I got a little bit, just a little. Tommy Stimson there, there, a little bit of Westerberg. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I, they they probably knew all about the replacements. I I really didn't know the replacements until about 2008. I was with that with that turn of the millennium, like e- emo. I know emo is a bad word, but like it is, it is that kind of that that voice getting into that that brand of vocal. Well, it's funny because yeah. uh, Westerberg was on that emo label. What what label was he on? Uh, for like, was he on Vagrant? He was on Vagrant, I think. Yeah, really. Which is kind of weird. That's funny, because uh, he's not really an emo guy. But no, 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 no. I didn't know that. That well, that at any rate, yeah. It was we drove up from Cincinnati, cruised up yeah. I seventy five. We got to Detroit. We oh we had added a bassist. Uh, so the guy you heard singing, Josh. He was playing bass, but he just wanted to sing and play guitar. So we we brought on a cokehead named Dave. He took over. <laughs> he really was a cokehead. He ended up. He ended up. After I Co-head left, uh, I moved back to Detroit about two months after the music conference and started my new life without the hinges. It was a tough breakup. And apparently, he fucked uh, the wife of our other lead singer Joshua, who was a really nice guy. Joshua was a really sweet dude. He was a nice guy. He was. He was a good basketball I, player. I can. Def- I definitely. Yeah. And actually, I, I don't dislike the music or the voice as much as I used to. Well, how about that? You're growing. I'm okay That's with good it. Good news. Well, your relationship with this band was probably as uh, uh, audience member at a lot. Are you guys un- also hearing this? Are you, are you hearing a lack of hearing? No, I'm hearing your music. Well, we could you cut out a few times. Oh, yeah. I had like a lag for a second. Anyway. Luke, was oh, your okay. relationship with this band uh, as an audience member for like live performances, not recorded music? Uh, no, strictly as a groupie. Well, I'm, <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying is, is yeah, yeah. there's a, there uh, yeah. a lot of lot of new, lot of nudity. Um, I was <laughs> I was uh, rejected multiple times uh, by Josh. <laughs> exactly, even he was he was smaller he than me, and um, I just I just felt I felt no I felt power, no his penis was huge. I was felt powerless. <laughs> And, uh, and so I've always yeah. just resented him for that. Oh, man. Yeah, a lot of pain there. I can <laughs> but, feel the but pain. I guess, a lot of, there's a lot of pain here. A lot of pain. When, it's funny because, like, I, you know, <laughs> we've all got friends who are in bands or whatever, and you, you kind of just know them for their live performances. Like, Yeah, I, of my course, cousin, it was live performance. Yeah. My cousin Steve, I've seen his band, his different bands play, like, I don't know, I've probably been to, like, 300 of his shows, you know. <laughs> and, and, and Dude, you're like, that guy's a character. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's a total character, but anyway, like you, you sort of hate people's performance sometimes more than you actually hate the music. You know, like you hate who's their stage persona. Not, I don't hate Steve's performance at all. I love Steve's performance. Dude, he's, yeah, no, he's, no, he's a great performer. Yeah, he's awesome. That's an interesting point, man. I, I guess I didn't think about things like that, but that's cool. I think I you're that, like uh, you're programmed to not expect much from someone's band that you know it's like 
How good could this be? I mean, I love this guy, but like, how good could their fucking band be? <laughs> so you don't like actually think about paying attention to the music. You're like, I'm assuming the music is average at best, so I'm gonna focus on everything other than the actual music being written. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's kind of the same way that everybody is. Everyone we've told about our podcast is listens to this <laughs> podcast. So how fucking how good can this? Be? bullshit yeah it's like (laughs) well the the bar is so low when you tell them if it's any good at all bar is low yeah hey i remember someone uh, than i expected i don't know matt i know uh your bro still lives in chicago i was talking to a couple of friends in chicago years ago like when you know stand-up comedy and improv was a thing and maybe it still is and i know chicago's a big town but it's like telling your friends to come out to your improv show it's like yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I actually am busy. <laughs> I'm busy for the next like 12 nights. <laughs> well, we, we have a good friend who, yes. who does that here in Detroit. Yes. You know, I've seen a few yeah. shows and every time I was like, hey, oh, dude, that's I did. Good. Yeah. I did it. I mean, I, I enjoyed my three uh, courses of improv. It was, you know, Uh-oh. it was. Uh, did you do uh, Go Comedy or Planet Ant? Oh, that was a Go Comedy. I was Go. Go comedy. I kept you seeing that Robocop that. Uh, show that was always on. I never went and saw the Robocop show there. I wanted to, though. Robo-Cop. By the way, this is a song about Joshua's brother coming out of the closet. Oh, oh good. Called Coming That's it. That's all we were. We were three piece. We added a fourth for a cokehead. Three piece. But, okay, I did. Yeah. But when we added the cokehead, three piece, piece here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were Josh and Josh. And they had the same names Josh and Joshua. That's crazy. <laughs> Cokehead Four Piece would have been a good name for that band. Oh shit! Oh shit! A three-piece band called Cokehead Four Piece. Dude, here you go. Check this out. Check this shit out. You never get to hear this song. You never get to hear this song because it's not on Spotify. Fuck yes. What do I look up? Cokehead Four Piece. (laughs) This is a classic. This is awesome. You never get this song is a hidden gem because it's not on any streaming service ever. Is this also hinges? No, we're done with the hinges. It's a, you don't remember the song one? That guitar tone is nice. Nobody? Yeah. Nobody yes. knows? Is, is it like hard to hear? Or you guys just don't know? Am I crazy? I don't know. This is from the 90s. This is, is going to drive me nuts. I can't believe nobody knows this. I'll tell you guys. It's fucking dig. 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 <laughs> believe. Dig. 1993. Isn't this the album I got you? Yes, yeah, you found the copy. And Luke sent me the copy of this in 2005 or six, like in the mail, totally random. He found it in New York City when he moved there. And I was like, oh, oh my God, like, dig! Yeah, so hard this record. Yeah, dude, I, I think I got this record from, like, you know, one of the mail-in services. Yes, of course. This thing was huge in 93. They had a video on MTV and everything. B- Believe, BMG. this was the song. This is like a BMG CD for me. Yeah. I'm so so much music knowledge nice. that shocked me. That fucking shocked me. I'm that, shocked. That shocked me, and actually, I got annoyed that the other two guys couldn't help me out. 
This yeah, is the one with the <laughs> the cover of the records. The guy with like the fly or bee on yeah. his head. Yeah, there's like a face with the head. Yeah, with the fly flying around. Yep, that's right. Dude, I, I, had, I don't think it. I mean, I should I should have actually known this. I had this CD, but I, maybe I didn't listen to it because it was one of those foisted on me. <laughs> it's a good message, guys. Dude, I, the, the, wow. the cover of this album that you just described, uh, <laughs> do it justice. What no. the, it looks like, it looks like a, a half sawn off, uh, shrunken head. <laughs> with a, made out of like paper mache or <laughs> puppet little, head. Just a grotesque, a grotesque, like just gargantuan smile on its face, big teeth. Yeah. But the point of this is this song, this is one of those songs that like, this is a whole category of music. Songs that disappear because they're not on streaming services. This song deserves yeah. to be there. Oh, that's why know? Music League pisses me off sometimes. Because it's, <laughs> oh, yeah, the yeah, perfect yeah. song is not always available for you. And even if you play the perfect song, getting everyone to realize it's perfect is hard. Well, that's that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the problem story. with democracy. <laughs> that's yeah, the, exactly. exactly. Well, <laughs> the pitfall. Our, our main... Pitfall of democracy. So these, this is my library of like stuff I always wanted to keep that's on my phone that like you can't stream. So there's one more I gotta play. This is a great song so uh, Mike, from the '90s. Do you have an MP3 collection? Is that what's going on here? Yeah, I got a, I got like an external hard drive of a bunch of music, and I, I load up a little bit on my iPhone in See, the uh, library. I'm a little bit younger than you, old men. Uh, that's true. That's so true. I, when I true, you are clocking in at the uh, the lowest uh, four age. years, a whole four years. <laughs> well, I, I cradle robbed to get you on this podcast. I I, signed, <laughs> I got a permission slip signed. <laughs> uh, it's a little late, and here. This is one of the best songs of the '90s. I I know. Hell yes! This is a great fucking song. It was, um... Man, I feel like I know these songs. Turn it up, Lil. This is again from the 90s. The name of the band, Cold Water Flat. I'm so glad you played this, because... That bass sound is so 90s. Yeah. <laughs> it's very 90s. It's so fun. This is a great song to play on the drums, Scott. I played the shit out of this song. Oh, yeah. You should have covered it at some point. You guys should have a band that's just two drummers. Oh, like, uh, what was it, Mike Watt? Or Mike Watt? Oh, I love Mike Watt. Yeah. Your band could be our life. <laughs> Oh, I got a Mike Watts story. Ooh, let's hear a Mike Watts story. Uh, it's kind of, it's actually really sad. Uh, oh, well, perfect transition. Great. I was in, I, well, I'm disappointed in myself more than anything, but like I was, I was in Ann Arbor with our buddy Aaron Mondry, uh, uh, playing chess at a cafe, Cafe Ambrosia, if you guys know that place, by the Nichols <laughs> you Arcade. You play chess at cafes. That's hilarious. Also, yeah, smoke also cigarettes, good. cafe, yeah. chess. It was fun. Did you ever this, write a screenplay buddy... at a cafe? That's what I want to know. I, I ignored somebody's screenplay at a cafe. At that cafe. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> 
Hold on, this this friend is also the improv friend, by the way. Yeah, oh, that's true. Exactly right. Yeah, good detective work. He's making two. He made two appearances already. So, wow. Me and Madri were playing chess, and this would have been two thousand and probably around the time Mike was playing at the Motor City uh, convention, music convention. Don't be that guy. Maybe it was a little later. Maybe it was 06 or 07. And this guy walks up to us and goes, who's winning? And I turned around and it was fucking Iggy Pop. <laughs> it was Iggy Pop in a, in, a, no in one piece of a three-piece suit. He had the vest on with no shirt underneath and <laughs> like, cool, and like cargo shorts and flip-flops. <laughs> It was summer. cargo shorts and flip flops. That's that's different. <laughs> that, dude, that, that's because that guy went so hard. Like at some point during the day, he just blew his pants out, and uh, the guy that yeah. was sitting next to him gave him some cargo shorts and flip flops. <laughs> well, the guy who was sitting next to him, so he sits down next to a guy. Now this was right before Ron Ashton died, so the Stooges were recording their final. Ron, Ron Ashton was basically a shut in at this point in his life, living in Ann Arbor in his mom's house. Oh, but he was, you know, the Stooges were doing a, <laughs> Very sad story. <laughs> we're doing a comeback album. And I think, uh, Scott, Scott Ashton was long dead at this point. And Mike Watt was in the Stooges and they were recording this thing. So Iggy pop sits with this guy at the table next to us. And they were sitting there, you know, kind of like looking at him at the corner of our eye for a while. We said, oh, Mr. Pop, we're huge fans, you know. Uh, Mr. Then, Pop. Then yeah, and, really, Mr. Pop. Guy got, That's fucking got awesome, though. That's what you got to say, Mr. Uh, Pop. I, I got to be a deferential. Is that what they to, call uh, Soda Popinski? Hey, Mr. Popinski? <laughs> <laughs> so so they got in the into a car and drove away eventually, and the car was like, it was like a Ford Mustang, white Ford Mustang convertible, which I thought was an interesting car for Iggy Pop to be driving. <laughs> hmm. And so anyway, they drove away. And then like the next day I was at a buddy's house and we were watching the Minutemen documentary, which I don't know if it just come out or if we'd got it from the, you know, we, we rented it from Liberty Street video or something like that. I, I can't remember. You're talking about the American Revolution, right? I think it's called Our Band Could Be Your Life. Are you not talking um, about the American Revolution? 1776? Minutemen? I thought that was, uh, uh, yeah. uh, I was trying to distract you. Oh, holy <laughs> shit. I, that was too confusing. That's, I know you uh, meant the emo band. Emo band. Emo band. So. This is America, Jack. Emo is a bad word, remember? So, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Cancel. Anyway, I was watching the Minutemen documentary like two days later, and it was like, holy shit, that guy who was with Iggy Pop was Mike Watt. No shit. And no, oh. no, no, he didn't say anything to Mike Watt, but Mike Watt's a cool guy. And Because I wanted in to at that fit time. In. that's cool that's fun chess and then luke and i saw iggy pop uh at the detroit film theater with david lynch mm -hmm. not david lynch what's his name the other guy the other jarmusch david jarmusch thank you jim God, jarmusch. Jim jarmusch. you had not said if you had not said david you think of the two guys with oh. white hair <laughs> no, yeah. uh, two guys two two directors two guys with david lynch hair. is way they, better than they have for the record two directors yes. with white hipster hair very specific yes. set yes. of people well, but, they are uh, the only two directors, uh, big ones that that look like that. You're right. I know, but they so, are unique in the fact that they have white hair. They're hipsters, and they make movies that are hit or miss. Actually, I have a David Lynch story as well in Ann Arbor. But Luke and I saw Jim Jarmusch and Iggy Pop at the Detroit Film Theater when the Stooges right. documentary premiered because we happened upon yes. some free tickets, and then 
Was this Iggy and Jim Jarmusch did like a Q&A afterwards. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I but didn't know they were even going to do that. My, my David Lynch story really quick is not really a story. It was like he was like in Ann Arbor and he was doing it like some group brought him to campus. It was at the power center, which is like a big auditorium there. And, oh, the and he, he was giving a talk and it, it disappointed everyone. Everybody was pissed. So he, <laughs> yes. he got up there and he said, first, first rule is I will not take questions about Dune. And then he's like, and then he proceeded oh, to talk about a, transcendental meditation for like news. an hour and a half, which no change? one wanted to hear about. Fuck you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's a, oh, the guy is such a fucking snooze. The only time he's interesting is when he actually talks about the things that other people want to hear. This oh. is like when I saw, it's like when uh, Chris and I got free tickets to go see, um, uh, was it Counting Crows? And and he refused <laughs> to play anything off that one album. Oh, <laughs> Durrance, yeah. I remember hearing he the story. I've heard the he story. He refused. He refused to play anything off that one album. He played only his new singer-songwriter stuff. And we were like, you got to be kidding me. Wow, that must have been really boring. Was he still it was recording boring. at the point? Was that? Is he, there, what's going on with him and Courtney Cox's relationship? How long did that last? Are they still Wait, the married? They could be guys? still fucking married for all I know. I, I don't know. Are you about David Arquette or the guy from County Crows? No, uh, Adam Durr. You're thinking of... Thinking of Kate Hudson and the dude from the Black, Black Crows. Crows. Robinson? Durance, Chris Robinson? Durance and Courtney Cox were a thing for a hot second, right? Like I'm in 1998? No. Or... The, no uh, oh, Durance is fucking everybody, of... though. Hold on. Uh, yeah, what, what's up with and... Adam Durance? He's fucking yeah, a Yeah, he's gross. <laughs> no, he's not. He's uh, got I kind of like the County Crows. You know, Glenn I like McDonald. that one album that he didn't play any songs off of. I got screwed. Glenn <laughs> McDonald and I were supposed to do uh, that song for the talent show at the end of eighth grade, and then Glenn cut me out, and he did it by himself. I got fucked on that. Oh man! <laughs> oh. Me, Mr. Jones, and me. I was supposed to be the singer guy. He was gonna play guitar. Thanks a lot, Glenn. You could be. You could have been Bob. You could have been Bob Dylan. How did that even happen? Were you guys walking up to the stage together and he just blocked you out? No, he came over <laughs> to my house one day and we talked about it. We like went over. He's like, yeah, I want to do Mr. Jones for the uh, talent show. I was like, cool, man. I love that song. I, speaking of BMG, I definitely had Counting Crows. August Everything After was one of my first BMG sets. No doubt about it. So, But we talked about it and then he ended up going by himself. He's like, I'm going to do it myself. And then a couple days later. So that's how oh. it goes. Guns and breaks, just like when what you're. What an attention uh, hog! What a prima donna. Glenn was pretty. He's a real scumbag. Yeah, he's a real scumbag. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> wow, that's cool. Yeah, Adam Durant's fucking Iggy Pop. You, Matt, you've met a lot of people that are known for like doing things in society. You really? I, I would. I wouldn't call it meeting. I mean, I read into him, ran into him. I was lucky enough to be in the presence of Iggy Pop yeah, for a few. But you've also run into Laduff a few times. I don't know. There's other stories you've mentioned on this show. I mean, we can. You can listen to all previous episodes, by the way, all Matt. available on any podcast platform, folks. <laughs> anytime. Is the same pod a, at gmail.com. I don't know. Have we done the celebrity run ins, Matt? I don't know. I saw Charles Barkley play golf. That's That was. Oh, man. Huh. How's that swing? Yeah, you really nothing. did? <laughs> yeah, this was like a, this was when I was living in North Carolina. Uh, hmm. Yeah, just He's following got- Barclay around playing on some, you know, some old old person's celebrity tour or some shit. Well, that, that's that's interesting because Barkley is like notoriously got a fucking weird golf swing. And yeah, yeah, I remember 
like not knowing anything about golf, noting that his swing was outrageous. He just looked like the fucking Michelin man, like swinging (laughs) a baseball bat or something. He's not the round mound of (laughs) rebound of of, uh, drives. He's the round mound. Okay. (laughs) Round mound of putting. Yeah. Yeah. What about, has anyone ever been on TV? You guys, anybody? Uh, I think just at the, you know, like the doctors, like getting a, getting a shot or getting a checkup at the doctors. I think I was on channel four, some shit like let's check in with the flu this winter. And And you were a man on the street. Yeah. And I think I said something, you know, like it's a great, uh, should you get your, you know, it's probably, it could probably be used as a, you know, vaccine PSA or something. I (laughs) think I said, it's great. It's fine. Get your, get your checkup. Don't be six months late for your six month (laughs) checkup. (laughs) No, you a kid or an adult? Oh yeah. I was probably nine or something. Oh, so this is like in the eighties. He was, he was 37 years old. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, I was like, my, yeah 26 <laughs> my stepsister my stepsister got fucking remember the pit ball there used to be pit bull stories all the time back in the it she seems like mauled? back in the day she got mauled big time by a fucking pit balls next door <sighs> she got tore up channel seven everybody was on the scene all night i was this was like 88 89 and this is out in warndale remember the warndale uh, festivals oh, that yeah. i was talking about a couple weeks ago on the show so she lived like on the other side of warn in that community and there was these two pit bulls over that lived next door this was in warndale right okay. right in warndale technically it's right off warn there on penrose or the fuck the, i can't remember yeah. the street name. yeah just Anyways, on the north side of warren the north side of warren. the south side. this is important i lived south on side. we okay. lived on <laughs> you you so you know i think that got to get his map directions properly oh yeah man on. well Good i think the God. south side the south side of warren is dearborn there right and the north side is detroit I, well, I don't know where Warndale ends technically. I don't uh, actually don't know uh, the borders the map of Warndale. Out. Let's look at it. Um, here, <laughs> I will. Give, <laughs> give me a second. Um, just play some music. I'll pull a map <laughs> out. And we'll just look at it. And we'll describe what a map looks like to people. <laughs> let's do that. Well, let's and, give them. You know what? We should probably use. Actually, you know what, Mike? I think you're right. Warren, uh, Warndale does. It. Ford Road is actually the border. Not, not ah, Warren. there we so, go. Okay. Jesus, no! Thank God we figured that out. Yeah, hold on. I'm bringing up the map. I want to give you the exact. Let me give you some. It's Let me give you some GPS. English Gardens, Southfield Freeway on the east. Let me give you some Minden Road on the south. And Jordan Road on the north. How are latitude and longitude, minutes and whatever? Oh my God! Okay, John Scott's helping, and this is getting worse somehow. That was funny. That was funny. So. She got mauled by these two pit bulls that had this huge fence, too. They were caged in, but they were treated like shit. This is not the pit bull's fault. These are asshole owners that starved them and abused them. And she was mowing the lawn on a Friday afternoon. Just was this closer to Tireman Avenue? or no, Tireman's, Tireman's <laughs> or more north. Remember, Tireman's up the street from me on Rosemont. Look much. up Rosemont. That's the street I lived on, Rosemont and Tireman. I'm right by there. You can find my house. Uh, 7295 Rosemont. That was my dad's That's house. 7259. 734-489-3224. 734-489-3224. That's my phone number. So <laughs> yeah, we, this fence fence was like 12 feet. I don't know how they got out of it, but they both got out. And they went right after her, and they just started tearing flesh off her body, man. It was fucked up. There was uh, flesh everywhere, all over the front yard. Oh, oh. And she had major surgery on her legs and arms. It was Shit. fucked up. Yeah, it was hardcore, Good man. God. That's yeah. terrifying. Is she the one that's the singer? 
She's the one that was uh, singing uh, in yeah. uh, Five to Nine. She was she <laughs> longest work day ever. Speaking. Oh Working shit! Oh nine. shit! Dolly Parton. Oh shit! If we're gonna make fun of my, if we're gonna make fun of myself, I actually do have a Five to Nine <laughs> sample on here. We gotta play it just so these guys can know what that experience was. like. <laughs> it was called Again, Five to uh, Six, Luke. Five to Six was the cover. Band. Oh, five, oh two, sorry, six. sorry. But she was in the band. Yeah, I won't say her name, but she was one of them. Yes. Uh, Wasn't she, she was a singer? The, she was the singer, right? Yeah, she was one of the singers. There was two yeah. singers, remember? There was uh, the one in the other. Oh, right. Anyways, she got right. fucked up, man. Is she? Oh. Seven, channel 7, oh. Channel 4, everybody was there. She was, oh. at the time, uh, 30, 28, I think in her late 20s. Oh, man. Mid-20s? Mid-20s. Is this your sister? My stepsister. Stepsister. I was going to say, that's quite a bit older than you in 80-whatever. In yeah, they were. I was 8. And she was like 25, 26. So they, my, actually, they, they had just got married there. Nobody cares about that. Anyways, that shit was fucked up. And she was on TV, and my people in my family were on TV that night. And it was just a TV, TV fun fest. So that's a true story. And, and then, every, every, and then everybody moved out of Detroit because shit like that happens to you <laughs> yeah. in Detroit. And it's terrible. Not, not for another 12 years, though, man. It was a long <laughs> while. You still need money. And it took, it took, no money, it took so. many more indignities yes. to get oh, you to move. Oh, yes. Hell yeah, it did. Yes. Fucking A-Right, it did, man. But Yeah, yeah unlike that, me, I, I, I lasted one year with that dog barking at three in the morning that was like four houses <laughs> down. I was like, that's it. Well, this is and, good. and also three shootings right on my block. Well, this is a good segue to the uh, defund the police thing that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. My test. <laughs> Here it is, five to six, guys. This is my stepsister. Not the one who got mauled, though. This is the not mauled. This is an original tune, though. Pretty jazzy, huh? Pretty smooth. I was expecting working nine to five. Luke, is this bringing my back flashback? Yeah, sorry, I was somewhere else. <laughs> I never... Luke, remember that graduation party that... You yep, just that's like exactly what I'm thinking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a wood board. chair stuck in the grass, you know? That feeling yeah. where the chair just sinks right in. With just like middle of the road, somewhat average but best cover man playing somebody's graduation party. We have no idea. I was like, are. yeah, I'll go. That sounds fun. <laughs> I love I love an average at best cover man. Love an average at best cover. Well, that that was us. That was definitely five oh, to six. Man. <laughs> but that's some that was shredding, a shredding though. Oh, this guy's yeah, this guy was a dude. This is the older dude, right? This was guy that. Uh... No, that was da- yeah. this was Dave. Not the he was just a dude. Yeah, the older dude was the <laughs> yeah, drummer. He lived in Royal Oak, Joey. Oh, okay. good guy. Yeah. Anyway, that red party was. Oh, here's a. This is a pitbull girl right here. She sounds good. She survived. Anybody guess the song? I remember her with a tambourine, but am I incorrect? I feel like she's oh, got to have a tambourine in her. Tambourine is like 5% to any song. I had never heard the song until we covered it. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I don't, I don't know the song. Patty Smith? Uh, or Scandal? Uh, What's the name Scandal? of the band? Yeah. Anyways. So yeah, that was five to six. That was her. She survived it. Wow. Oh, here we go. Let's make fun of me real quick. Now I'm here. Before I move up. 
Gotta make it. Uh, are you doing vocals on this? Here we go. Yep. This morning I woke up alone. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> is this Hootie? <laughs> is this Hootie? Darius? It's a dead ringer, man. Well, get to make Say, I prefer the I prefer the booty over the Easy Boys. <laughs> I'd like to hear Darius rock that even. Yeah. <laughs> so my dad put this all together as like our, our our demo to put out. So it's like an amalgamation of like ten songs. Is your dad like Joe Jackson? Yeah. Yes. What, what way? What do you mean? Like a, uh, he just demands perfection. Or, or a Murray Wilson? Oh, he's not a Murray Wilson. No. <laughs> okay. uh, he's more of a. Uh, Mike, you're flatting. He's more of... <laughs> Dad, no, I'm not. Uh, no, we did it. I remember one time, though, I was, like, in a pissy mood because I... We also played Nickelback in that band, Whoa. and that sucked. That, we played... We also played that dumb song... Uh, Luke, do you remember this? Uh, it was about cocaine. Uh, it was like uh, a, is it called Cocaine by... Um... Third Eye yeah. Blind. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, was it Buck Cherry or Cherry? Something? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Buck, Buck, Buck Cherry has to be the one. Um, oh no, no, no. Was, yeah, no. Actually, that song was a little bit better. It was the other one, the Crazy Bitch. Yeah, oh. you're a crazy bitch, man. You fucked hey. up with your own town. That song. Oh man, I know for a fact the last time I listened to that song was in Joshua Tree in 2019. I specifically shit. remember that shit. That is quite a specific memory. Well, because wow. that song is just specific. You know, you listen to that song. You only want to listen to that song once every, you know, 10, 15 years. <laughs> 10, yeah. 15 years. But when you listen to it every 10 or 15 years, you're like, I can pretend to like this for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you play it in a band, uh, it starts to lose its flavor. And the Nickelback song, too, lost its flavor. And I started. Oh, did it? Being, yeah, a little bit. And then my dad, like, I was like being pissy and whiny. And my dad's like, hey, you knock that shit off. We'll give you something to cry about. I'm like 30 years old. Like, did you get into any, covering any Creed songs, perhaps? We did not cover any Creed. I would have, though. I definitely yeah, would've. I was going to say, yeah, I bet you could nail some higher. I bet you oh, could. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'd go to bat for five Creed songs. Hell yeah. We already talked. Did we talk about this before? The fact Probably, that Probably, yeah. Let's, let's break down Mark, Creed again, though. Mark Tremont, whatever his fucking name is. He's a great guitar player. Scott yeah, Stapp's that, a douche. That, that, yeah, like, yeah. No, Scott Stapp turned out to be awesome. <laughs> Mark Tremonte is an incredible guitar player. Scott Stapp's a douche. And if Luke, Luke, you would appreciate this because there's not much difference between hum, what they do on guitar, and what Creed did on guitar. Like, there's a lot wow. of similarities, a lot of drop D and shit like that. That's what's weird about it. But Scott Stapp is definitely not like Matt Talbot at all. So. 
there is a difference uh, there. No, but uh, probably in some really fun ways. He is a complete train wreck of a person and has uh, an, probably an awesome autobiography that needs to come out at some point. Oh, he's insane. I had no idea. He's, like, he's a crazy, like, alcoholic. Yeah. He's all sorts of wild shit. Oh, so, no. you know, he lived on the edge. And I always thought they were, like, just this, like, you know, suppressed Christian thing. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, not that at all. went out the window real fast. Yeah. I guess it did. I, I had no idea. Suppressed just, Christian's an oxymoron. I mean, it, or, 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 <laughs> redundancy, I should say. <laughs> redundancy, yeah. Not an That's oxymoron. funny regardless. I like that. I, I will say we also did uh, Bush Come Down. That was fun. I did I don't want to come back That's down. That's a fun song to play. It's <laughs> funny. I caught a like a Saturday Night Live rerun recently where Bush was the musical guest. And it was like Phil Whoa. Hartman was the host. He really? left SNL. And so this is like 97. Yeah. It was awesome. I loved it. I was like glued to the TV. <laughs> what yeah, did they play? Machine Head? No, it was that the Bush second show. album. It was the second oh, album. Razor Blade Suitcase? Stone? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Razor Blade Suitcase. I'm gone. I'm gone. It's 16 Stone or Bust, Swa- man. Swallowed was good, though. Swallowed it was Swallowed. That was, the, that was the track they played. Oh, that song's good. Okay, it's all right. I'll say. I'll say that. it's okay. It's okay. But a Bush, I hate Machine Head. That's one of the songs I hated the most by them, and it really bothered me. So I'd rather listen to Swallowed if you ask me. But, Q, but the '99 uh, Woodstock '99 that was that that featured some decent performances. Bush it was one of them. There was there was a lot of bad performances too, including many rapes. De- uh, definitely, it was not cool. A very 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 painful experience. But speaking of brutality and cruelty and (laughs) corruption uh yeah let's get into it man so derek chauvin was found not guilty (laughs) no he was found he was found guilty as fuck and people rejoiced (laughs) so in this spirit defunding the police does it work does it not what is the angle here matt that you want to elaborate on give it to me uh well i'm Real quick, his his sentence is just a suspension. Yeah, right? hustle up be, now. He's going to be back. Moving, he's going to be back in a few weeks. Who showed on the force? Yeah, <laughs> he's got <laughs> suspended. I mean, he got fired immediately. That's what, that's what guilty means, right? Did you see the tweet of what the Minneapolis Police Department tweeted about the incident originally, like the night after? No, <laughs> what, what was it? Oh, I'll, hang on, I'll read it. Go, you guys. Like talk, they're I'll now under up. a Justice Department uh, investigation. Mm-hmm. Announced yesterday yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. The way they described yeah. it. Is horrid. There's a there's a commission that's got a study going that's gonna put them squarely in the uh, crosshairs. I, I mean, oh, I, I don't want to downplay that because I think these things do matter. I think departments yeah. need to be reined in. And when this was out of okay, control. Yo, you're right. You're right about this. So this was the Minneapolis PD's official statement the day after George Floyd was murdered. The day after, man dies after medical incident during police interaction. Good God! <laughs> yeah, I would, uh, you, one could fairly argue that death is a medical incident. <laughs> well, that's strangling, uh, you know, lack of oxygen <laughs> yeah. to your airway from being strangled mm-hmm. is a medical incident. Yes, this Officers is true. Were advi- yeah, that's true. Officers were advised that the suspect was sitting on top of a blue car and appeared to be under the influence. Two officers arrived, located the suspect, a male believed to be in his 40s in his car. He was ordered to step away from his car. After he got out, he physically resisted officers. Then officers were able to get the suspect into handcuffs and noted he appeared to be suffering medical distress. Then they called for an ambulance. He was transported by ambulance where he died a short time later. Oh, they, they mm. kind of skipped the part there. Yeah, yeah, I feel like 
Yeah, they they forgot to mention that he died of <laughs> all overuse. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah right. they, they forgot to I mention mean, the unregistered firearm that they found in his hand. Good uh, fucking. While god, he had it, while he's being choked to death. He died. I heard he died of heart disease, but that was just what I was reading. <laughs> he was a diabetic. Christ. Didn't you know that? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, it, yeah. it's unbelievable. I mean, I'm so glad. Apparently, the officer pretty- felt his head had to be removed, so he tried to help him out with that. I'm I'm curious. I'm actually curious this what's going to happen to these other officers <laughs> who was, who were on the scene, but uh, it was fucking ridiculous what these cops did to this guy. Uh, it's an extra judicial murder. I mean, like they just, they took the Mm -hmm. law. They they didn't, there was, there was nothing about it that had anything to do with justice. This guy was handcuffed and they were exerting force over him that they were just power tripping or this one particular officer was, and I'm really glad he's found guilty of murder. Oh yeah. But like everybody, it's cold blooded murder and it's on camera. On camera, in front of a crowd, it's like come on. I mean, the the fact that it's on camera does not make it uh, worse or whatever. It's that it's just there. It's on. You can't. You cannot debate it. Didn't they? There was a. There's a sliver. There's a frame in that video too, where you can see his feet are elevated above the ground, meeting his entire body weight is on his neck. It's awful. What is your I mean, guys' just, response, though, to these celebration tweets after the announcement of the verdict? Uh, not, I'm not criticizing them. I'm just curious if anybody else had any, like, you know, there's a lot of, if you're online, Facebook or tweet, I know some of you guys, Scott doesn't even do social media, so he probably avoided all that, but there was a large response. Yeah. But I understand, well, yeah, I understand the, I understand the drive to do it. Well, you know, we don't have to go into why people use social media for, for what reason. But yeah, I understand that people are tweeting. You know what? Honestly, it's it to me, it's fine without looking at what the general, you know, consensus of what people are saying. If there was a time, if there was a case to really start to try to quote unquote, turn the corner or make real changes, this is the one like this guy could have just, I mean, we probably should have just thrown more of the book at this guy. What I think will happen is he'll serve. I mean, I'm no fucking lawyer, but he'll he'll serve what? Like 23 years. He'll get sentenced to. He'll be out in four or three years. Uh, He's facing 40. He's facing 40. And he'll serve uh, 11 or 15 or something. So I thought he'd be out in five or less. Mike's, did, Mike's taking the Mike's taking the under. If we're looking at three point five yeah, years, if we're, if we're being as, <laughs> if we're being as crass as to take the over under on the, uh, so not necessarily crass, man. It's, I mean, at, it's, it's at like eleven. I would say uh, the over under is nine and a half. Over under nine wow. and a half. Oh, I just actually I take the over. Over, huh? Over. Yeah, I think well, he's I, gonna, can't, I think he's going to get a serious sentence. What will he serve? Up. What will he serve? That's the question. Not like what close he's to given. 20, 15 to 20. Yeah, yeah not what he's given. Him. What he serves. What he serves is the important thing. I just don't see it. I think he serves. He'll be given a shitload, but I think he serves a couple. I really do. nine, it's, nine, ten years. He's up. As far as mm-hmm. I think that I think nine it. and a half is I think nine and a half is a good call on the uh, over under. As far as tweeting and all that kind of stuff and the celebratory stuff, I don't know. Like I. God damn that 
you know, the community, let's just say the community for the community to which this verdict speaks the loudest deserves a fucking W or deserves something to be, I don't know, I don't want to say excited about, but like somewhat content with as it relates to the criminal justice system i mean recognition a recognition yeah yeah. and so i think it's you know anyone's gonna tell you well this isn't gonna make up for fucking 400 plus years of what we might be talking about but i don't know it's it's something and to celebrate it i don't think is out of line i mean it's better than the alternative where it was like (laughs) Well, maybe we'll, you know, second and like the murder charge is not guilty, but manslaughter. Yeah. Like that would have been we would have fucking more rioting, more of the finger pointing, more of the media, more of the fucking noise. I'm just glad that it was guilty, guilty, guilty. And we'll work it out. And hopefully he fucking serves 40 years. But we all know it's going to be under 20 or 15. But in. For the time being, for the time being, a little celebration. That? A little celebration to me, fucking totally fine. Well, I, I just don't, I don't want to celebrate what is the what should be the expectation. Yes, to me, Thank you. Uh, to me, it's like good. Now let's move on and let's fucking reform right. things. You know, I, I don't think justice should be celebrated justice should just be just justice done right justice should just be done but unfortunately we're speaking from the perspective of living in a just pervertedly sick society so Uh, that's the so that's the perspective we speak from which is terrible because it's no it's no measure of health to quote a phrase to like speak from a position of a sick society but that's what we are so that's what we're celebrating is like finally we can just look at this in a binary zero one way and say it's on this side of the spectrum yeah and i think most people are there in america you know most people think that this was a terrible thing that should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law and you know, justice has prevailed. I think that's an important thing. Like we're, we're in a, in a time where institutions are just under fire, but what we actually need is institutions. We just need better institutions, not Mm -hmm. throwing institutions out. So like when I hear, um, someone like Rashida Tlaib or others Uh in, in, in other contexts, Trying to make incidents, (laughs) try to make these incidents stand for something. Like to me, Derek Chauvin does not represent the full institution of policing. He represents a significant problem with aspects of policing, but it doesn't invalidate all policing. And I think uh, the big, I don't know. I just feel like we should have back to celebrating we should just have a standard an expectation that things are a certain way and everybody should embrace that standard rather than saying this institution is garbage because of individual actors and in some cases whole departments that 
<clears throat> that are really have been bad for many times. And that's where like another institution needs to come in, like the justice department or whatever, and overhaul some shit. Defund the police is stupid as fuck. I just want to yes, say that. It's you. dumb yeah. as shit. I Uh-oh. like no, it's 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 dumb. Like I it's not fun. It's not gonna work. It's it's dude. So it doesn't make any damn sense. Like I can understand I want better training. It's like with the gun conversation. I don't actually want to take away everyone's guns. I do. But like if you want to <laughs> fucking no, if you want a gun from when the second amendment was drafted, not to change the subject. Yeah, but musket. like you can, yeah, you can have that gun, <laughs> an like, unrifled musket, <laughs> like, like lowering, the, like, yeah, like lowering the fucking carry in a musket around Detroit. Oh, you want to hold up a fucking party store with a musket or cardiac somebody <laughs> with a fucking musket? Yeah, like if and the police get that car, yeah, you I would be, uh, get the car. Yeah. If the police just you know <laughs> patrolled our cities with muskets and no one else had a gun. That would be dope. Like that would be really cool. <laughs> yeah, I'd be down with that. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. But maybe yeah, a blunderbuss. If you graduate to a blunderbuss at some point, I guess. Maybe, I guess. Thing. I guess my one line would be: I get we need police. If or we a bus can't team. police ourselves. Uh, if we, we can't police po- ourselves, we need police, and we obviously can't fucking police ourselves. So we well, you got a Benz, I got a busket. Give me a dollar. <laughs> we definitely need the police so long as the Second Amendment is running wild in this country. That's another part is. of it. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I had an. There are too, too many. There are too many died like. Dynamics, over this violent f- dynamics at play. Rashida Tlaib made this statement, and I'm gonna just yeah. I wanted to ask you quick. what the statement. Thank you, because I was trying to find out what the statement really was. All right, uh, but so she, she's got a lot of tweets out there, so I actually can't. Find I know she's yeah. well. Uh, she's this is my busy. problem with Rashida Tlaib generally. So she this is what she said clearly, and <laughs> she does well. The district that that neighbor's mine. Uh, I, I okay. Well, I'll reserve my judgment on Rashida Tlaib. I'll just read what she said. So this was in reaction to the um, killing of uh, Dante Wright. Right. Um, so she says this, quote, it wasn't an accident. So she knows she knows that it was. not. She has an information no one else has. She, she's got telepathic or not telepathic, yeah. whatever. OK, then she says policing in our country is inherently and intentionally racist. Yeah. Dante Wright was met with aggression and violence. I am done with those who condone government-funded murder. I agree with that. I don't condone government-funded murder. Okay. Uh, reserve my commentary. No more policing. This is Rashida Tlaib. No more policing, incarceration, and militarization. It can't be reformed. That was in a tweet. So, you know, it's a tweet. Broad brush. Yeah, just sweeping... Statements inherently, inherently, it's inherent. So the system well, is inherently fucked up. So, so it, I have less of a problem. What a fatalistically racist than I do with intentionally racist. Well, I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's a lot of intentional. Yeah, of course there is. There are intentional, intentionally racist individuals. I hate that fucking uh, adjective that sucks, but. Uh, Inherently racist is not incorrect. These comes out. These come out of, uh, you know, slave patrols. So I mean, well, these are, that's, that's not in, that's not untrue. It, it that is inherent. That's what it means. I mean, lot part of its origin story, perhaps. Uh, but in big city north perhaps. northern cities, it's really a result of controlling 
mob violence. I mean, it, so mm, that might right be on where the it heels, finds its modern complexion, but I think it, well, the origin okay, story yeah, of it in general uh, is it spreads in the it spreads from the antebellum. I, I don't think I don't think the Detroit Police Department. I know, but still, but but to patrol. but to consider, but to talk about the police as a as a thing, as as the only uh, authority that has legitimate uh, control over violence, uh, the use of violence against uh, citizenry that is it's designed to protect, um, that that does create a contradiction, and there is something inherently, well, first of all, there's something inherently violent in it, but to say it's inherently racist is not totally wrong. However, she knows what she's doing. And she does this. Yes. And she tweets this shit out. She knows, she knows exactly this kind of dog whistle that she's putting out there, which is the same kind of shit people hated Trump for. So, so, so I am not in Tlaib's district, but I am in a neighboring district. And on the, on the, as I think we all are actually, uh, is anyone here in Rashida's we're all close. district? Yeah, Scott, no, you might be, we're right? all close. No, no I'm in um, four. So, uh, Immedi- immediately after this tweet, we ha- it was a fucking crazy weekend in Detroit, man. That Saturday night. Explain it to me. I didn't do I anything. Got, I, got I got my got, shot on Saturday morning and I laid around like a baby all day. <laughs> well, I was laying around like a baby uh, after getting my shot uh, Friday night. <laughs> it, and then I, it just made, made me tired as shit. Uh, and it didn't stop me from drinking a couple beers and falling asleep <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> but I woke up. They all go together very well. Because Marianne's freaked out and everything's happening. Because if someone a, uh, a lot over is shooting a fucking semi-automatic rifle. Oh, and God. it's like, you know, I'm in Fallujah all of a sudden. That was, that Actually, was no. next to my, that's probably next to our old house. Your old neighbor <laughs> was, uh, was uh, having a good time <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> and, then, and then the next weekend, or the next morning, I go out like a fucking yuppie to get my New York Times off of my porch because I get a Sunday paper delivered to my house. Fucking yuppie. And, and there's you a should guy not be out, reading. I know. I, I actually do want to cancel. What are you reading for? But, yeah. <laughs> what you're what reading, are you for? reading for? <laughs> but the, what am I, I reading I, for? I'm having a she Mr. Said, Rogers huh? moment and getting, you know, I got my cup of coffee in my hand and I walk out on my porch and there's a fucking guy three doors down in the street yelling, screaming at. There's actually a couple of really nice older guys who live in this house that he's screaming at. And it's clearly a domestic incident where he's like yep. trying to get in touch with the woman who's the daughter of one of the guys who's there. <laughs> and and he's like threatening people. I mean, he's it's loud threats. It's on the verge of like violence. I mean, seriously, it was crazy. And meanwhile, I'm thinking, do I call the cops? Because does that make me a bad person? Because I call the cops on a black man who's like having a domestic. Oh, oh but apparently the cops are just supposed to be replaced by social workers who are going to come over and defuse the situation. The good thing is that they're defunded, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. you don't have the yeah. option. You don't yeah. even have the option to call them. You don't even have to think about it because oh. there are no cops. Exactly. Well, I just get my inherently... peace and, and protect my own homestead. No. So in, inherently, inherently racist is is one thing, but if they are intentionally racist, then calling the cops might be putting somebody in danger. So then you shouldn't, but yeah, but then you shouldn't do it. But then to not do it is to allow them to be in danger. So either way you lose and there is no way to, to resolve the conundrum. So (laughs) fix contradiction, Mike, what is wrong? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Let me just read this real quick, and then we'll go right back. Yeah. <laughs> no idea what you're about to read. I know. If it's I related know. It, or not related. It's it's not. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen opened up about why she wanted to change her surname growing up. I guess I understood what nepotism was inherently as a 10-year-old, and there was some sort of association of not earning something that I think bothered me. Who is Fuck this? Fuck that! You're fucking kidding me! Elizabeth Olsen... It was one of the Olsen sisters. She's trying to like play Very down painful. how her, her surname she's WandaVision. to do with her she's, success. She's WandaVision. She's yeah, Wanda she's in that show WandaVision. WandaVision she's related that. to Mary Kate and Ashley. Also? Yeah, she's her sister. <sighs> Can we put both quotes about what is inherent next to each other and, and break them down? I heard the word, <laughs> in, if you just, heard the word yeah. inherent in that description. You're right. If somebody, yeah. If, yeah. If, is are people just is that how they're like learning vocabulary now and they're just they're just using the same sorry matt matt actually was talking about something important i know but, I, I, but we do me fucking we insane. do we do need it's to get back people. to actually we need to get back to the that idea of like privilege and shit we could do a, like, well maybe a, the whole episode dedicated to that bullshit uh and if privilege is like not wanting to have violence in your life then <laughs> i think we should all be privileged but anyway the so i was contemplating calling the police. And as I was doing that, somebody had already done that. Thank God. Exactly. Exactly. Some, like the, the person who is probably most intimate with the situation, like the neighbor or someone was just like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Like calling the police. They don't well, even think about it. So, so because you men- don't think about it. If it's, if it looks like there's violence, just call them. They're supposed to be there to do a better job and neutralize shit. If, it's getting out of hand. But then well, this inherently I racist think we should force be able, shows up. Apparently. Uh, again, this inherently, inherently, racist, force, inherently was, racist does not mean it is. it pervades every individual in the police force. I think she knows what she's doing with these tweets. She's leaving it vague, and she is not defining the, the, the terms of this. She's not defining it at all. Because she could easily clarify I'm not saying all police officers are racist. The police force itself inherently does have racist origins. Maybe not every single police force. Maybe there are different ways in which they originated in different parts of the country due to different types of, uh, you know, necessities. But she knows what she's doing. when She's putting a tweet out like that. She's trying to incite some form of, uh, you know, some form of response. Uh, but yeah, if it's me, Matt, I don't even think about it. Call the cops. Well, I, 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 t- I tend to call the cops too. And, and uh, guess who showed up? I hate calling uh, cops. I, I hate, I don't want to do mm-hmm. it, but if I'm witnessing, everybody hates it. And, this shit is the myself, last resort, but yeah, look, I'm not going to insert myself. Wait, in last situation. resort. Last resort is uh going Liam Neeson on those motherfuckers. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm not going to be that. Actually, I, I shouldn't I, have used a racist. I shouldn't have used oh, a racist yeah. as an oh. example. That was a bad example. You ever heard him like in that interview? He's yeah. Like, yeah. That, God, that that's terrible. Black bastard. That's terrible. Oh, yeah, remember that? <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Oh, he, really puts, he, he really put some stank on it too. Is he canceled? He did. Yeah. Oh, he big time. No, hard I K. Don't he is. Uh, <laughs> he put a hard but, K but on black and it's just as bad. With an Irish brogue. Oh, God. That's uh, so bad. The cops who showed up to deal with this situation were four out of the six of them were black people. Of course. You know what I mean? So, Especially in Detroit, they're going to be. And and what I felt really bad for is these people don't make money, man. They're putting their shit in the, in the line of fire, man. And it's not 
and there's a lot of bad cops out there, and I want all of them fired or prosecuted. I'd like to see. If I'd like to see. I'd like to see a police force um, full of well-paid cops. What do they look? What do they act like? That, the happy. That's the, that's the opposite well, of defunding the police. Yeah, but what what do happy, well-paid cops act like? Are they stressed out at home? Uh, do they have as many uh, concerns? Are they as willing to uh, steal from the till? Wait, skim have you ever seen the negotiator, dude? Of course. Remember that movie? It was all about these cops and their lifestyles together. Uh, about Copland. That was another good one. That's Copland's great. Yeah. Up to no yeah, good. But there's, I'm, I'm saying double all cop salary right now. Okay. I, I'm, and let's, I was and a let's joke. See, it's a bad joke. And let's see, but let's see how that impacts violence. Guarantee you, violence goes way the fuck down. What about the Flint documentary? This is actually a much more realistic example of cops and how they live. Didn't you guys seen this? The one Flint on Netflix? Town? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That follows the. No, I never did. Oh, okay. Well. It, you can talk about are, it. You can spoil it. Go ahead. Spoiler. Things aren't going so well. Yeah. <laughs> well, spoiler alert. The city of Flint doesn't even have a police department anymore. Ooh, is that they? official? I think they have the Genesee County Sheriff because they've disbanded their police for. I, I know that's Did the they? case in Pontiac. I don't I didn't know, know that was official. I'm not saying you're Dude, wrong. I'm Pontiac saying the, the documentary. No police department. No, they're patrolled by the Oakland <laughs> County Sheriff because they don't have a. Yes. Yeah. Um, that is a fact. Oh my god! So Flint, how many? Flint does have a police department, by the way. I, okay, I yeah, they were the documentaries from 2016 after Trump gets elected, and it talks about you know the change and the constant chaos of trying to police this city that is so so underfunded. And then there's actually people dating who are cops together in real life. So it goes to your point, Luke. Like, what are cops like when they're off the job? What are they doing? What are their demeanors like? And they're just people. I'm just saying, take this. away, take take away the take away the criminal incentive for like uh, I don't know, ninety percent of what cop criminality would be is is uh, the temptation to to steal. And why would they steal? It's not because they're they're inferior morally. They're just no. desperate. They're people. They're people around resources constantly. They're they're constantly around. Uh, piles of money and drugs and all that and they're gonna take it uh i'm not saying that it's you can't blame them or whatever but i, I don't approach i don't really think about these things in like moral terms usually well you should i'm just wondering fucking I'm just wondering, moralist, dude how much does a cop get paid when they start I've city of flint i just pulled this 30? up i looked at the 30, post. 30. Yeah. 40 is the start did you say forty thousand? all right all right let me let me give you a comparison um a 21-year-old that starts working uh, at our company, literally doing Google advertising and adver- ads on Facebook, makes yeah. more than that. Of course they do. You know, that is insanely fucked up. Old news, though. It, very old it. news. Yep, no question. <laughs> very old news. Very old news, but I, I do... I considering like defunding. Yeah. How about let's, let's take all, let's take all those fucking resources used to militarize the cops. I'm, I agree with her on the militarization thing. Let's get rid of, let's get rid of the militarized police departments. Right. Uh, dial that shit back. Um, whatever, do whatever with that money, whatever we think makes sense. Pay cops much better, much better. And, and give them better training. Just pay them more. Totally. Why are we saying things that are never going to happen? I don't. Well, I feel like this is well, all because redundant. I think I, 
because if we're talking about you like personally. a moment, if we're talking about like a moment in time where things actually matter now and something might change and uh, we have a like a you know a president that says things won't fundamentally change, I think people are finally starting to wake up to that contradiction. They're understanding that no wait, maybe I will be okay with the next I don't know if police get funded by millages or not. I know nothing about local uh, funding, but maybe people be a lot less uh, depends, you know, antagonistic against, or you know, a lot more willing to accept. Oh yeah, tax hike. Well, it depends. depends These guys will be less. I guess it depends where you live. Yeah, we got which also makes it. Which also makes all this shit very difficult. Public safety millage in Livonia. Yeah, I mean, there's some that are some are specifically funded off of a, a millage. Uh, for public safety. Others are like in Detroit, it's general fund. Vote now yeah. on Indian gaming yeah. laws. <laughs> Jesus. Me, that's from Family Guy. That's from Family Guy. Oh. <laughs> By the way, Detroit Cop makes Detroit Cop, which is like shit. I mean, tough job. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, the worst of you're the worst. making 41,000 to uh, 60,000 as a uniformed police officer. Now, start. if you if you live if you live in Detroit, it's that is still impossibly low. Uh, you can't even okay. So Detroit sure has this weird kind of inverse thing. It's like if you're in New York, obviously no no cops live in New York. They can't live in New York City. It's impossible. Well, no, they all live on Staten Island or exactly. In <laughs> exactly. In New they, they do live in, live in New, New York, Jersey. Jersey, and, yeah. Well, no, exactly. I actually think I actually think they live in Staten. I think New York City Staten has Island a residency. Is, you have yeah. to live in the five somewhere in the five boroughs to be a, a New York City police officer. I, I think. think that is correct. No, 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 no. That, no. that was wasn't that was made illegal by the Supreme Court. That was that was the Michigan <laughs> Supreme Court that made that residency requirements illegal in Michigan. In Michigan. Oh, was not the United States. Cool. OK. And well, I think way. and I think that requirement is is still like a, across the country. I think there are a lot of places that still have that in place. Chicago does. Uh, Chicago still has a residency requirement for all which means what is their salary? Can you look that one up? Yeah, you guys are talking Cops about salary, change Chicago. in a place where all of yeah, the levers of control are locked in by the I same know. machine. We got a governor who who's totally lost it here, so that's I can't count on her anymore. Duggan's always been a scumbag, so locally in Detroit, I have to count on the city council to try to make some change. That's why I really hope a guy like ML Everett can get in there. I really do. I wish I could vote for him. I wish I could vote for somebody who seems to want to try to make change and the other people around him that are trying to create those opportunities. I hope there's more of those. That are starting to crop up. I really do. I still want to hang out. Right, get you get that guy out? on board. No, wait, yeah, wait, no, let's get Elric out there. You know, let's all go out and play some salt. Let's invite him to a softball game. Oh, <laughs> he 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 and, does uh, play on. You know what? He does play on the EEV team from time to time. So shut the a, fuck yeah. up! Really? Oh, is that, like uh, is that the Rashid? Is that Rashid? That's team? Joe Rashid's team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, is Rashid are his connection? No, they're not that good. We're better. We're going to be better this year. Yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, to clarify, all right, let's, let, let's, let's clarify some of this stuff real quick while Matt looks up uh, Chicago cop salaries. Uh, <laughs> I'm dying to know. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> uh, the league is not that insane, but the league has, since I started playing uh, six years, five years ago, six years ago, um, when Matt first invited me on the team, uh, the, it, the whole league was just like, there was one team that was good, basically, that was like, Rick rolling people. There's the other teams. All the other teams were, were pretty 
everybody was was uh, all just okay. And Luke's talking very about softball casual. League, by the way, for those of you yeah, that wonder, yeah. So um, which we've this, mentioned before. On the show. It's gotten the thing is, is it's just gotten better. It's gotten to a point where it's it's competitive enough now where it's like it, it does concern me that we have uh, so many uh, like females in the league that that are. Um, well, just playing for the like first time, like uh, it's it's a little scary, especially when um, especially when Ian brings out brings out that like freak bat, and you go up there and you just like <laughs> just crush it, you know? Like I've never had experience without with even. Like that. Oh, it's I've always ridiculous. Wondered. We oh, never had a good bat for Bumflow. Never. never had a good bat for Bumflow ever. And I meanwhile, never. these tiny motherfuckers <laughs> will be coming up and just exploding bombs. Yep. Like I exactly. can't do that. I can never. A home run. This is bullshit. Yep. As a matter well, of fact, pay, you didn't the, pay four hundred dollars to hit a home yep. run. I, yeah. I had a thirty thousand dollars student loan that I could have spent good money on a bat, and I never put it to good <laughs> Easily. use. Easily. Oh man, you could gear it up. I know. I should. I bought everything uh, else. I bought the socks. I bought the cleats. I bought the gloves. I should have bought a sweet ass bat. That was we were mauling with that seventy five dollar Easton for years, and then when it was about to <laughs> die, when it was like. When it got real good, when it was right about to die, we started really crushing home runs. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, Luke lost it because he's an irresponsible dipshit. Oh man, <laughs> it, only, it only had about some of that has to be swings true. left in it. You know? it, might have, it. I would say, I would say, it may it may have hung in there for for one more season, but uh, Whoa, it would it would definitely not be worth the trouble now. That thing now was it, a lead now bite. it would be stealable. <laughs> now we will just let it go. Well, yeah, instead, man. we'll use Ian's. I can't believe I did that. Holy shit! Steals watching is, those, uh, watching those dudes hit four hundred and fifty foot softballs. Oh, that's is, ridiculous! Uh, fucking unbelievable! Ridiculous. I, what, are, what are the Belle Isle fences? They're like they're three seventy five. They're like two ninety five. Yeah. Oh. No, no, no. They're they're under three hundred. They, they might even be two seventy five or I, I don't he know if they've hit, got measurements out there. You might hit a pop up with a good bat that just flies out of there yeah i've i've that was the case those, at Maharis those fences sure. Maharis is ridiculous Maharis is only 200 feet uh oh wait so Maharis actually no okay now this place is Maharis was 225 so it's like a little league field so in the corners, it was a joke right? like the, the center corners. fielder was uh yeah center field was a little further like 250 or something uh but the whole the entire thing was so short you didn't have to do anything other than pop the ball up and go over the fence Whoopsie Daisy. Um, so I'm glad we don't play on those fields anymore because that's just a joke. Yeah, uh, Bell Isle, Bell Isle is perfect because yeah, Bell Bell Isle. There's there's not a lot of cheapies. There's also fields that have no fences, which is stupid. But then the ones that do, uh, you know, at least it's, I, li- I like. It might be 300. No it it might be 300 fence. It might be 300 feet actually. So do any of you guys give a fuck about uh, some of the, you know, the guff and the hullabaloo about Whitmer going to Florida and her, one of her cronies no. going down to spring break? Does that stuff bother you guys at all? Yeah, not care less. Luke could care less. Matt, yes, it bothers him. And, and, and my could, response I could not is, care. I happened? could not care less. Matt could yeah. care less. I could Scott, care break less. the tie here. Uh, how do you feel about Governor Whitmer and one of her cronies going down for spring break, going down to Florida to visit her sick father recently? How do you feel about that? Mike's been on Stormfront. Whitmer went down. Stormfront. (laughs) Hold on. Whitmer went to Florida. Whitmer went down to see her sick father over the last month at some point. Yes. So what's the problem there? Well, there's a lot of people who. She's telling people not to travel. 
Yeah, and there's a lot of people right? that have That's not been all. able to travel or bury like loved ones. I, per, I our friend Rich. Well, so what if you're our friend Rich did not travel, get to bury? Not her fault. No, it's not about travel. There was there's times where with COVID you were not allowed to be near bodies and have funerals. Our friend Rich, I won't say his last name, Luke. His grandmother died, and they couldn't have her funeral. It was very painful for him. From basically, yeah, of told course, me. yeah, of course. So shit like that. Other people have sacrificed, and she's not. That's some people's view of it. So I'm curious. Wait a minute. Wouldn't they want the opportunity to be able to going to a funeral? So yeah, probably right. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah. But would wouldn't they want the opportunity to actually go to that funeral if they could? They can't. Well, see, the thing is, that's that the thing. Yes, they, they can. There's no, there's no prohibition. Like, you can. So, I, dude, I don't know. I mean, I'm the wrong person to ask. I True. Um, also, I don't even think this is a conversation. I... Oh, it's very much a conversation. I'm, so, I'm fucking... I mean, I'm flying to Mexico on Saturday. I'm flying what? to... Me- I'm going yeah. to Mexico on Saturday yeah, baby. morning. I'm going to have a deep call from your position of governor. Hey, so, say hi to my mom while you're down there. Stop so start a recall place. petition. Gretchen, Gretchen Whitmer can go to Florida and and see to her dying father. I'm going to He's Mexico. What's uh? Let's what go. sector? Uh, Puerto Vallarta? Uh, uh, Yucatan. Yucatan. Yeah, oh, flying Yucatan. in a... Flying into Cancun and spending most of the time in Merida. So Shit, yeah, Whit- Whitmer's gonna. She's gonna be a. There's gonna be a sixth variant coming out of Yucatan in two weeks. Yeah, my mom's got an apartment on uh, Isla Mujeres. You take the ferry right out of Cancun. It's a half hour out to the aisle over there. Go ahead and stop over there. We could stay there for free, by the way. If anybody ever wants to go down there. Yes, for sure. The second this a is a free week in an apartment over, that is let's do it. stuck between. The Gulf of Mexico and the Caribbean Sea. It's beautiful. It's unreal. That's not. I, that doesn't sound stuck. That sounds I, situated. I know. Answer I the question. To answer the question, I hate political. Political. You know, uh, the the fucking contradiction. The you know, the fuck word am I thinking? To say hypocrisy. one thing and do hypocrisy. Thank you, Matt. G, I, I lost <laughs> that word. I hate the hypocrisy, but. People have the will to make their decision. Like at this point, you have the information. We live in America. America sucks for a lot of reasons, but it's great for the fact that we got literally the first like 300 million vaccines went to us. It's like we get it was no question like America just gets it. So you can get the you can get the vaccine. And honestly, if you continue to wear a fucking mask and do all the shit that we've been doing for mm-hmm. 13 plus months, like I have, t- I'm fully vaxxed, but I still wear a mask. I still do every fucking thing. So you. at this point, I'm like, dude, if my dad is dying in Arizona, I'm driving down there. I'm going to stop at a gas station, wear my mask, fill up oh, my Gretchen gas tank, Whitmer drove and go to fucking Florida. If she drives, I'm gonna gonna get in an airplane and fly to Arizona and see my dad. And at this point, there's not a goddamn thing you can tell me. Sorry, it's not it though. It's the it's like the denying of it and the secrecy, the the bullshit that goes. There's there's nothing wrong with it. Just fucking be honest. There is a major integrity issue brewing with this government that bothers me. Yeah, it's where I'm gonna. The messaging is gonna be this, but the behavior is gonna be that. It's yeah, Gavin Newsom going to the fucking French sure. laundry, which is even time. more egregious. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought when we brought this up. Was going, yeah, like it's equally shitty. But if we were to zoom in a little more, it's like I guess the Gavin Newsom thing is shittier on the shitty scale. But sure. yeah, it's basically 
it's basically a zero one proposition. They're both shits. Well, here's Just my do, point. Real quick. Do as I say, as I not as I do, is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. When you're a leader, yeah. lead. Be a leader. Yes, that's what bums me out about her, Matt. Is I thought she was a fresh face on the scene, but she's acting like a fucking machine riddled politician. The... I, Blue Cross I know, Blue I know she was. What are you kidding? Dude, I know she a was the prosecutor face? in Ingham she County. She doesn't even have I... a fresh face. She's got full of Botox. She looks like a backboard. <laughs> well, this is unnecessary. I mean, come on. You know, Louis Anderson's fat, but he's still funny. I love Louis. Love yeah. Louis. <laughs> did you say Louis for governor? I did not. I did not say fat. I'll bring the cookies. <laughs> oh, this is so great. I love those. Look. I'm sorry, but I you just maybe you can't, I was you can't duped. Deny. She's she's I very she smooth. Was, yes, she's, she's very, very smooth. She's so machine riddled. Not judging bothers me. For what I can't believe she's so machine riddled, but I should have known better because I know every politician in this state is machine born and raised from early and they graduate from law school <laughs> or whatever bullshit degree they get. They they get fed right from well, the so breast wants, of the machine. Yeah, yeah you want to talk about. <laughs> the breast of the machine and it goes right into their mouth if you want to talk about shit that's inherent that's why i have a hard time engaging all the way with politics is that i think po- i think the political machine is inherently fucking broken it's just yes! so exactly. i can only engage up to a point because the fucking the whole mechanism is flawed in inherently like to be a politician you have to you basically have to sign a contract be it physical moral existential or otherwise to say a b c and d i'm just gonna uphold this shit (laughs) but i'm gonna live my own life but like i'm gonna you have to have a split personality to be a fucking politician speaking of more inherency isn't this the inherent philosophical divide on the show like that's how you see it. That's how I see it. And that's where we, we, we don't really buy into the full chatter about it. While a guy like Matt, Matt is not, Matt believes more and he sees hope and opportunity and change as possible. You're not blind to it, Matt, at all. I'm not saying that. It's just there's a. Oh, Matt enjoys systems. In it. Yeah, you're more invested. He enjoys in systems, it. institutions, school. School is his favorite <laughs> thing. He loves. Uh... <laughs> No, I really enjoy a good institution. Nothing gets me harder than a love. I love chocolate pudding and uh, <laughs> butter in my office. I, I, I find Spends Whitmer's a lot of time hypocrisy. The post office. I find Whitmer to be an incredible hypocrite. But I think when it comes down to basic things like the what's going to be in the budget, what are the priorities of government, I want Whitmer over bullshitty any day. Of course, you know? yeah. Yep, I hear you. So I, it just sucks. I, uh, you know, I actually voted. You know, this is going to be crazy. I voted for Rick Snyder once. It sounds bad. Can now, you mute him? Would actually Matt, not Mike, been that can crazy. Can you force though. mute? Can you force mute Matt and uh, kick him out of this fucking yeah sure. chat? Just, just take him out of the pod completely. That's that's <laughs> the only Republican I've ever voted for, and See, I regret it deeply. Matt's honestly. being honest. You, you Matt just has regret integrity. it because he didn't get a chance. He didn't get a chance to vote for Reagan when it was really uh, when it was real <laughs> yeah. when it was real hot. Well, you know what we've had? We've had actually. You know, <laughs> don't even. No, don't even. Uh, don't Bill, even play. Don't even play devil's advocate. I'm just busting balls. Bill Milliken, <laughs> who was governor of Michigan for some time, I don't know, was a decent Republican. He yeah, was an environmentalist. Um, and okay. George Romney. George Romney was a. Uh, I don't know. You know, he's a decent guy. I guess I don't really know. I wasn't alive then. He was a Republican. Uh, I, I, did, I did not Matt, vote for Mitt uh, Romney for president. But. Matt, you're not on. Matt's not 
trial here. Uh, <laughs> no, Matt has integrity. Matt is going to say the truth. He's going to admit he's got culpability. He's no honest. He's fair and reasonable. You he's know what? No he's no fucking Matt's around. Brown. the kind of politician no, we fucking want. We want exactly. Matt. That's exactly what I was saying. I Matt only I if he vote, listens I, to his progressive friends. I'd, I'd crawl over <laughs> hot coals to vote for you, Matt. Yeah, Matt's our, Matt's well, our fantasy. You know, that's my line. No way I'm doing uh, that. Four Sorry, open buddy. seats on Detroit City Council this year. Ooh, go, that would be a big it. radical change. Isn't it? Is it? Is it weird? Is it weird to anyone else that literally no jobs in politics require a resume? It's the only job that it's that's America, <laughs> baby. No, because it's supposed crazy? to be so open and free and opportunities uh, for anybody. Sometimes not having experience is like a, a qualification. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> now it is. I do, I do understand that. I mean, the idea of like a like constitutional origin and the 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 origin of the people's power is supposed to be anybody can can rise up and represent them in a um, you know re- republic. But that's a strange thing. So. Uh, you said there are open seats. Yeah. How, how do wait, we find? Wait, wait, where, where, are the, where are these open or? seats? Where are these open well, they, seats? They were just. I want to take a look like, at this. I want the not, list. They're leaving their seats. I'm and there's new opportunity it. available. Or people I'm are bored. not seeking re-election. So uh, Raquel Castaneda Lopez, who represents uh, Southwest Detroit and part of Midtown Detroit, she's not seeking re-election. Not seeking re-election. She announced huh. it. I'd, I'd be interested to hear a little bit more about that. But going going on. Not well, uh, Andre Spivey in District 4, my district, is not seeking re-election. Oh. That's what Elric's running for. Um, and Gabe, Gabe Leland, who is indicted by a court for public corruption, uh, is not seeking re-election. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's your old Warrendale uh, district there, District 7. That's who Oh, no that shit. District. That's just west of Southfield. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. Um, uh, so and so indicted for uh, indicted for fraud and tax, tax Brent, fraud Brent and human Jones. trafficking is deciding not to re, uh, run again. Forty five candidates have filed petitions for seven city council seats. Yeah, Brenda Jones, the city council president. Where, where are you Park. finding this? Oh, sorry, oh. Matt. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh well, she's she announced she's not seeking re-election. She's the one who actually challenged Rashida Tlaib in the uh, fourteen is it fourteenth, thirteenth congressional district, whatever the district is that Rashida Tlaib is in. Fifteenth, seventh, yeah, six dicks, sexy hexy. By the Second way, Tlaib has problematic comments, but in general, Tlaib is uh, the reason I think her comments are so problematic, and so many of think like tweets are problematic, or because she's ideologically committed to something. No, and dude, but she's, she's been turned into a pawn. That's what sucks. She allowed herself to be turned into a ploy and a pawn okay. in this game. That's what yeah. bothered me about her. Is she doesn't in the, see that. In this game, though, in, in this game, it's the, the racism game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is, game, that's the wrong the red, fucking right, conversation the left, right. to be having. That's what red, she blue thing has too. done wrong. Explain. No, that's I love what her passion. When she, she speaks her mind, she says, fuck, and I love all that shit. But... By doing some of this stuff, and maybe I'm a one issue voter. You drop an <laughs> you drop an f bomb on Sunday yeah. morning news. I'm gonna be there. Yeah, you could be a Nazi. I'm in. I don't care. I mean, somebody's gonna no. That's not true at all. <laughs> no, yeah, no, that I'm is called true. sarcasm, folks. I'm Jewish. I want you guys to know that. So, just in case you get canceled, <laughs> I have a Jewish friend too. Actually, it's you. Yeah. Hey, here I am, guys. That's anybody cool. needs a, a Jewish friend to vouch for them on anything? Just let me know. Yeah, also, in you. case anybody is wondering why we're so anti-Semitic on this show, it's because Mike is our Jewish friend. I've signed off on all of it. I, he's I yeah, he's letting it slide. <laughs> but doesn't it? You see what I mean, though. Like it's not her fault necessarily, but she's just slid right into these roles 
of the extremist that they're doing, the people on the right or the, her opposite side, they turn her into this targeted, routine, repetitive machinery of I the extreme left-wing side of things, and I'm not going to bend for any of you. And then they, the other side, point to her as the arch typical the symbol of this is where we're headed do you people want this in your life and that's not her fault necessarily but i would think that maybe the messaging or the people around her would be like hey we're being exploited here too much we need to maybe slightly change our communication style i i don't know i, I, I don't I know a, if that's right i don't even know if I that's have a right question a quick question and maybe matt this matt the systems guy or all of us will have an opinion but it's just real simple why <laughs> well, is, we all got opinions why is politics <laughs> so uh, why why is politics a game oh yeah we all agree a, we, we would all we all say that we were, we're, we're referring to it as a game i know yeah. game theory and all that but why like why Politics no, I mean, is everything, and it's a fucking game. So I think game depends on. I think your your interpretation of what a game is probably depends on your level of superiority or privilege in a society, or your level of uh, comfort or security. <clears throat> Higher yeah. up you are, the you know, uh, you can, if you're president, you can call you can call it a game when uh, it could be a game to you looking at police violence. There's, There's also a, government yeah. versus politics, too. You have to be kind of outside yeah. of a game, though, in a weird way, too. But also, I don't know, inside. John, this kind of, that, that's an amorphous question. Why, why don't you phrase, <laughs> phrase, phrase that one? Let, let's let Matt go, too. There, there's, a, there's a game theory book called Finite and Infinite Games by uh, James Carse. And that the concept of that book is uh, there's there's two kinds of games. There's finite and infinite games. In finite games, the object is to win. And in infinite games, the object is to continue playing. Tic-tac-toe? And war games? Is infinite, this a, re- a synopsis of war games? Politics should be an infinite mm. game. It should be, the, you know, the, you want to keep playing the game. Inherently. But it's become, it's, Inherently, become, yes. it's becoming a finite game. Where it's about owning the libs, it's about vanquishing the foe, it's about one party rule, and that's a problem. That's a good band name. That's a good band name. Vanquish the foe. I like that. <laughs> I mean, Scott, uh, we should call our band Vanquish in, the in Foe. In the end, whose fault? I was thinking, well, yeah, one, one party rule. Also, <laughs> ooh, I another like one. I like that. Yeah, that does sound very political, though. Good. Oh, I, I like actually, the name. I actually really like city politics because it's nonpartisan. Like in Detroit, it's about fucking getting votes. It's about coalescing a a constituency that yeah. is not i feel not like i have never ever i almost feel like i've never heard uh, <laughs> one of these local politicians say republican or democrat no well like, the uh, you just party, kind of like oh, oh. there That's is crazy. no such thing as the republican party in the city of detroit there is no that is true that is true that is true but and, there are the, democrats who act like republicans which are all of them basically there is race well, politics though so that there's exists. there's all kinds of politics. there's more talk and, about race and, than there is about political parties uh, and there's, there's big time tribal part politics there's like you know you gotta fucking pander to certain churches you've got to pander yeah. to certain mm-hmm. neighborhood west siders versus east siders Totally. Uh, and now that I it's, love the uh, idea, I love the idea of like doing like a, a banana bread bake over at, uh, you know, the <laughs> second Ebenezer Church on DeQuinder. 
Uh, you know. Good reference. Nice. <laughs> That's wow. where I got my shot. That's where yeah, I got my yeah. Shot. Oh, you got a shot at a You can see it from I-75 when you go over Sa- that rise. Saving my, yes. Yeah, yeah. dude, Little I did not science, realize. Dude. I did not realize that fucked. was, I did not, uh-oh. I don't know what I got then. I got sugar water. I don't care. I don't yeah. care. Snake oil. You're like, Rudy. I don't care like, at this point. You're like Rooney Mara biggest and fucking, I've ever seen. Uh, side effects, dude. You're a fucking scam. It's a lot. Yeah, and that's a cool lie. powerhouse, second Ebenezer. I'm not sure who the pastor is there, but I'm sure it's somebody who's got. <clears> but I, you know, the, the idea of somebody. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you on that, Matt. Like, I, hey, uh, just, just rip the labels out and just like, I'd like to just see these guys work. Can we put mm-hmm. a bow on the show and maybe start to wrap it up? Yeah, can we ask uh, John Scott to embarrass himself about yeah. whatever show, whatever show it was? He hey. says he's never uh, watched yeah. or something. I don't know. Matt, uh, John oh, Scott, yeah, yes, yes. Hey, introduce, you introduce the the. You're gonna love this illusion of this episode. So okay, it's Friends, yeah. isn't it? Shut up! Uh, <laughs> he has to say. Hey, listen. Wait, 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 Scott. Before you introduce this, does this mean the show that you've never invested yourself in, or you've truly uh, yes. never seen? Good question. I've truly never seen I've never seen the show. I have seen and it on the TV in the background. I've never sat down and said I'm going to watch this fucking okay. show. Okay. Uh, I, I already I'm I have gonna, a guess. I know and I'm you you don't get to guess because honestly if all if I gave all of you one guess you might be able to come up with it. But I want to tell you be my be my therapist for one second here. I am about to embark <laughs> on my 39th year on Earth. You know, this is my last stop here. And I'm gonna, I want I'm to tell you right now it's a bad one. I want to admit to you guys right now as my really dear friends <laughs> that I just recently finished the first season of The Sopranos. Whoops, oh, yes, easy. And, yes. Yes. and that's the one I was going to say and? the fucking Sopranos. Is I it not just the... it's yeah, dude, it's I mean, it's amazing. So yes. we don't ha- I don't have to I don't feel like I have to, you know, uh, wow, like atone for my sins or anything. I just I just I graduated high school when that show like you, Matt. Or like you, fucking Luke, and and it Mike. makes it, that that one. And then I went to college. I never had fucking HBO. No one exactly. had the DVDs. You didn't no have one HBO. I didn't have hard. It. Just listen to this, dude. Yeah, I'm turgid as shit right now. It's, <laughs> it's fucking great. I, I'm like, like mom isn't even mom isn't even dead yet. Fucking <laughs> mom is just about to die right now in season two. And uh, yeah, I wanted to come clean and let you guys know. You just want to tell us what a skafoots you were. What a fucking skafoots. Maron. I haven't. I just haven't seen this shit. I'm on season two, episode three, and I wanted to. You know, it's been 17 wow. years since my last confession, and I just wanted to. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it's it's a very Catholic show, that's for sure. I want to back you up on that, Scott. I had never seen the show until 2016, so yes. I was very late too. So, oh well, I, Tony I sat is down totally, and knocked it all out. Tony is totally like the Trump voter. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The 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 guy the guy that got yeah, successful yeah. selling whole, jet skis. Yeah. What what uh, are the highlights of season one, Scott? What do you like? Well, speak now you got the music here underneath. The music, I mean oh. that's not the highlight, oh. but the posters <laughs> on the 
the posters on the kids' walls. We're talking girls versus boys. We got a Lisa Lowe poster. We got we got a morphine music video. Oh. Nick Lowe deep cut. Elvis. Oh, Castello. that Nick Lowe. That's the first episode. That Nick Lowe song. It's the Beast in Me. The yeah. final song in the. You said Elvis Costello too. What the hell is it? Yeah, Did you Elvis just name- Costello, Mazzy Star, Bruce Springsteen. We got. Are you well, talking I think- soundtrack right now? You actually retained the all music the in the show. The That's music amazing. in season one is, awesome. is fucking great. Uh, Imperioli is the man. Oh. We can tell Imperioli stories next episode if we want them. Oh, that dude is awesome. Yeah, dude. Oh, so, so here it is. Hold on. Here's here's yeah. my capsule review. What do I love about it? It's <laughs> it's not obvious. You think you have a beat on it? This is just season one, obviously, and the first few episodes of season two. You're like, oh wow, like. Imperioli, I know Christopher, I just call him Imperioli, is selling speed. He's selling speed <laughs> to Meadow, and you're like, this is gonna blow up. And then it doesn't. Like it's oh, everything well, you this think is gonna, is be gonna a blow up just bubbles. It's Dude. just like it's kind of just on a slow boil, and there <laughs> it doesn't give you those obvious payoffs. Like it's awesome. Yeah. How season I, I, one ends? It's good. It's just the family eating pasta in the restaurant, just like <laughs> to the to the good times with the family, and then right. season this one just kind of Arti- slowly Arti- fades. Scott, it's so a, funny. It, what? Yeah, what it's if, amazing. It's when it's I watched great. that show in 2016. I walked around singing this. Woke up this morning. Oh yeah, <laughs> I did that all day long. I've had it in my head for like 12 morning. days. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so. You, you, the thing you mentioned. There's a brilliant episode called Pine Barrens, directed by Steve Buscemi. So, is Steve Buscemi in the show yet? Where are you? No, 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 it's too early. He's in season okay. two. No, mom, mom hasn't died. Mom is about to die here. Long way to go here. No spoilers. Well, no spoilers. Buscemi plays a character on the show, and he actually directs a few episodes. And there's an episode that he directs called Pine Barrens, and it's right in the middle of the series somewhere. And it's got everything you just talked about that's great about The Sopranos is in there. Well, he's going to um, watch it when he gets to it. I oh, I'm so it. psyched. I want to watch. I want to go start it right now. I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna I'm going to give you guys oh! the I, I'm going to give you guys the play by play. Every week we can do a, a 60 second rundown of someone who legitimately is discovering <laughs> season two, episode eight. Of this. Yeah, but you're going to Mexico. <laughs> yes. I can be able to watch this stuff. You're going to yeah, be delayed. Yeah. I'm going to oh, Mexico yeah, wait, to. Wait, te- wait, I'm going to test the. I'm just testing the efficacy of the Pfizer vaccine. That's oh, all. Okay. That's, that's all it really is. I'll be gone. This really is. I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to go to the Amazon. I'm going to beam in. I'm going to beam in with you guys next week. That's the plan. I'm going to be in. I'm going to be in Merida. Uh, is your birthday tomorrow or Friday? My birthday is on Monday. Monday. April twenty fifth, twenty sixth. So next, when I beam in with you guys next week, I'm going to be thirty nine, and, and we'll April we'll break it. We'll break it down. Oh. Yep, April twenty sixth. Awesome. What was the uh, Imperioli show? Was it called Detroit one eight seven? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I just want. Yeah. We no, we'll no, say that it was, for next it was week. called Low Winter Sun, wasn't it? Or was it one eight seven? No, no, it was one eight seven. Detroit one eight seven. Yeah, okay. yeah there's another it was Detroit called, show called, it was called Low Detroit. It was called Detroit 187. 187 yeah, is movie I, Samuel L. Jackson. I don't, dude. I just watched 187 a month ago, so that's why I thought of it. I hadn't seen 187 in 20 plus years. It's it was like fucking 98. Ins- yeah, dude, gotta, it'll take you back in time to a different. Oh world. yeah, it's fucking crazy. Oh, I've got I, it on, uh, I'm I've so got it on, glad you brought that up. That has the other dude, um, the Mexican dude, uh, Javier Bardem. 
Clifton Wait, what is his name? Bardem. Yes, 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 yes. Is yes, it Bardem? Yes. Clifton Collins Jr. Yes. Uh, Clifton Collins Jr. You'll you'll recognize him immediately when you. Is look Javier yeah, Bardem not Mexican? Did I get canceled right there? No, I think he's Mexican. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was Mexican, on. Uh, but... I'm pretty sure he was also on soap operas, wasn't he? I, I could be mistaken, but call it. I haven't seen Javier Bardem since The Counselor. Don't put it. People hate it. I don't. Also, it's not it's not cancelable to. To maybe think someone to like make a Javier, Javier Bardem, <laughs> he's, he's Spanish Mexican, that's fine. I thought I mean, he was like Spanish. Of Christina Spanish, so he could have been from any of those countries. That's uh, yeah, yeah, I know, that's but right. that's but that's not the basis upon which the the mistake may have been made. Oh shit! Uh, but that's a Woody Allen movie, and Woody Allen. You know what canceled. I mean? Fuck! It's a never-ending cycle <laughs> of cancellations. What? Win. Vicky Cristina Barcelona, Barcelona. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Vicky Cristina Barcelona. All right, so what are we uh, going out? What's the music, the outro music here, guys? Oh, man. Request? What's a good I outro song? I built the spill song? so much last time. but That was a good uh, one. That worked out quite well. Time Trap is a great. I can't believe you bought the vinyl right away. We... That was well done. Oh, yeah, dude. It came. I'm still waiting for Perfect from now on, but uh, it'll come. How about, how about a little uh, good call. How about a little bit of uh, replacements? Yeah. A little bit of Senior Video. How about Senior Video by the replacements? <laughs> going deep. Yeah, that's a deep one. Anyway, <laughs> going deep. It's got deep. some shredding guitar. I'm totally down with it because I couldn't pick a replacement song. But a Bastards of Young? Uh, I wouldn't even know where to start. Wait, wait. Uh, let me get Here comes a Alex Chilton. Alex Chilton. They wrote a song about oh, Big yeah. Stars Bozo. So, uh, What's my favorite song? The one... Uh, in the evening. Androgynous? Oh. Can't hardly wait. I really like Can't, oh, can't hardly, hardly wait. wait. Or hardly Left wait. of the Dials, another good one. Um, yeah, I really got into him late, but uh, I'm glad I did, man, because I was just denying myself pleasure. <laughs> I'm not seeing senior video uh, coming up on. Spotify, oh, it's on. Uh, it's on. It's either on. I think it's on. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Smoke that weed. <laughs> Smoke that weed. Smoke that weed. There will be some reefer. Smoke that weed. Okay, here we go. Thank you, Matt, for clarifying. Oh, I thought you... This is what happened. You want to know what happened? I thought you were saying senior video. Senior. Ah. It's senior video. I didn't announce it. I was thinking like senior year video. <laughs> it's seen your video <laughs> are you serious that's okay. what i thought he said too was senior video i was like that's oh, a senior <laughs> but then when you said senior then i was like wait senior like senior frogs i was typing so in now, senior now video there, are three, there are three ways there's senior video senior video yes so what clifton uh clifton collins jr by the way one of the greatest living uh character actors Completely fucking underrated. Unbelievably amazing. Fantastic in Rules of Attraction. He plays a coke dealer. Fucking hilarious in that movie. So he's in, uh, dude, he's in something Chris and I have been watching, and he's just astounding. Um, shit, I can't even remember what it is now. Lost my train of thought here. <laughs> lost, go, oh, shit, lost my train of thought. You see, uh, Honest Trailers finally did Big Lebowski the other day. That made my day. I was like, oh, cool, finally. That was something that needed to happen. Oh, he's in Once, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, he's great in that. Uh, small, small role. Uh, 
I can't even see what the hell I was I was watching. Well, this is It's a Safe Podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. Our, Scott, you going to be back for our next episode, or you going to yeah. be out of town? I'll try to beam in from, from the Yucatan. Mexico. Are you going to be in Mexico still uh, yeah. next week? The whole week? I'll be, in, I'll be in Merida, Mexico. How long is your trip is what I'm asking. <laughs> Until Friday. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would have been a... Yeah, I should just ask that. He's in Veronica <laughs> Mars. He's in the last season of Veronica Mars, by the way. Oh, Clifton cool. Collins Jr. I'm sorry, but that show does kind of rule, and he's amazing. Why are you apologizing? Dude, but, I don't know. I don't know. Is that just That's like what a, I do. I don't know. It's, white, it's, it's, it's a white male it's a, thing? Yeah, it's a terrible... Type of athletic, uh, yeah, white, white liberal guilt. That's my whole life. Is it has nothing to do. White liberal guilt has nothing to do with you liking Veronica Mars. It has everything to do with my white fragility, Mike. It does. That's true. All right. Well, we'll catch you next week. Is it safe podcast? Thanks for tuning in. Sleep well, Danny. Danny.